This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic. And Brandon, we got a couple of cats going to be scratching and clawing at one another. As you got Jacksonville in Cincinnati. Hopefully we'll not be uh, like the Cats version uh, on film uh, with the buttholes. With the buttholes uh, no longer part of the picture. They were blurred out. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, Whatever you do, do not waste your time unless you just want to laugh heartily at uh, at a movie that's supposed to be taken seriously. But there are no buttholes in that movie. True story. Yes, uh, good. That's good for all of us. Everybody wins. <laughs> I demand more buttholes on film, Brandon. <laughs> I don't know about you uh, when it comes to feline flicks. But anyway, uh, we got one unfolding on the old tube on Thursday night uh, between these two foes. So uh, let's go ahead and work in a pick here, if you do not mind. Uh, the total is sitting at, uh, let's see, what is the total up to right now? 46 with Cincinnati laying the 7.5. So give me a pick on the side and give me a game score prediction. Ombre, what do you got? 27-20 Cincinnati. They uh, hits one over the over-under, but oh, our Captain Hook comes in to bite the Bengals. Uh, Jaguars, I think, will be spirited. They just they just suck. It doesn't matter how much emotion you bring to the table if you're not good. Um, but I think they keep it at least, uh, you know, somewhat entertaining for a little while. And uh, then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. probably that's probably fair. Uh, I'm going to say 30 to 20 Jags uh, as the no, they're not going to win this thing. Not Jags. What I'm thinking, uh, Cincinnati, 30 <laughs> to 20 <laughs> Cincinnati. I'm getting my cats confused here, Brandon. Uh, a cross cat fever overall. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take the over on the 46, and I'm going to lay the chalk at the 7.5 with Cincinnati. I think they're going to seal the deal with a pick six toward the end of the fourth quarter to slam the door on the nincompoop Urban Myers. With that, let's get to it with another edition of the Fantasy Five. Number five. All right. Uh, we're all about the player props. We're all about Thursday night football. We want to put things in context so you can make some of those timely lineup decisions uh, before rosters lock uh, at kickoff and, of course, before the rest of the main slate. So let's start off with James Robinson, the pride of Illinois State. Uh, just 40 minutes to the north and west of yours truly here in Muhammad, Illinois, is the location of the Redbirds Fine Institution. And this guy, a product of that, uh, the total here, and I pulled all these lines from DraftKings, by the way, 79.5 combined rushing and receiving yards for Robinson. What say you, over or under? Oh, this one's tough. These Bengals, tough against the run. Just three yards per carry to the running back position. They face some stiff competition, too. Dalvin Cook. Uh, a guy that you consider mandatory, David Montgomery, oh, uh, Najee yeah. Harris. Yeah. No one's rushed for more than 61 yards. And I think that's about the ceiling for James Robinson as well. The question is, can he get enough receiving? And, Bingo. oh, that's that's where the Bengals do struggle, don't yep. they? Uh, yes. <laughs> Najee Harris, hello. Najee Harris, 14 catches, 102 yards last week. They gave it the most receptions uh, to the running back position, even if Najee's uh, reception total was cut in half last week. They'd still be top four in receptions allowed. Yeah, I think he's going to get there. He's going to get like in the low 80s, low to mid 80s, be like 60 rushing, 23, 24 receiving. Yeah, let's see. Cook 
went over this, uh, and he had a, just a mammoth amount of touches, 104 combined yards, a mandatory uh, captain hooked. Uh, he had 79, and Harris had 140-plus against this unit. You know, slightly under for me. I think he's going to be right around 76, 77, 78. Good line. Uh, quite yeah. honestly, uh, really as good. the Bengals have allowed 3.0 yards per carry, 122 total yards per game, one total touchdown to the running back position. Good news for Robinson is the opportunity share is climbing upward. Uh, 66.7% now on the year, 5.9 yards per touch, and RB4 in yards of the contact per attempt. But slide under overall. Let's uh, rank it and do a little head-to-head here and tell me who would rather have in your lineup this week in a half-point PPR, James Robinson or the aforementioned mandatory Montgomery. Uh, just slightly head is David Montgomery versus the Lions. I have David Montgomery at 17. I have James Robinson at 19. Oh, that's hilarious. I have Robinson at 17. I have Montgomery at 16. So you and I, uh, kumbaya, my friend. Uh, what about James Robinson or Kareem Hunt in Minnesota, <laughs> eh? Well, you mentioned uh, – well, I mentioned that Montgomery was 17 and Robinson was 19. Guess who sandwiched to ride in between that? Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt's, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Right in the middle. So, yeah, I'm taking Kareem Hunt. I have Hunt at 15 and Robinson at 17, so Hunt for me as well. Last one, James Robinson or Chuba Hubbard? Ah, I just considered moving Chuba ahead of James Robinson. I had to stop. I had to think about this Dallas Cowboys defense not being as bad as they were last year. Dan Quinn has got these guys playing a lot better. I worry a little bit about the Royce Freeman effect on Chuba as well. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. So Robinson for me. Uh, it is also Robinson for me. Did you go stop, collaborate, and listen? You went full vanilla ice on me, I think, there a second I, ago. Sometimes that subconscious stuff does leak out. Uh, there <laughs> might be a little vanilla ice back there in the back in the, in the the you know deep recesses of my brain. Yeah, Funson's back with a brand new invention. <laughs> Number four. Uh, moving on. Let's go to the other marquee running back in this game, of course, Joe Mixon. Is he fixing to go over or under 107.5 total yards, Brandon? What's your call Gosh, here? I, I I can't see how he doesn't get to 20 rushes. Yep. Uh, I you know, I'm guessing four to five catches maybe. Yeah, he's getting there. I mean, it's just – should have been a volume king. He's looked good. This is a defense, you know, that he can do some damage against. So I just think they can get up, get a lead, and they are going to be very content like we saw last week where Joe Burrow only threw 18 pass attempts to just ride Joe Mixon. I see this as being another one of those games. Ride it! Mixon's pony! Uh, yeah, my saddle's waiting. Uh, I'm with you. I'm going to take the over as well. I think it's buck twenty. And total yards for him. Uh, where do you have him ranked? I got him at RB5 this week and a half point PPR. Oh, I got him at RB3. Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah. uh, uh, t- let me guess. Uh, Derrick Henry's number one. Yep. Uh, Nick Chubb, number two? Number four. Okay. Uh, where's Austin Eckler? Uh, six. Oh, that's that's horse shit. Uh, I, have Al- <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I have Alvin Kamara at number two. Oh, uh, okay. I've got Kamara at six. And, you know, no. No, no, this just in. This just in. Joe Mixon, I love you, but you're going to RB6. I need to move Alvin Kamara up. I don't know why I had him at six. Uh, so I've got Alvin Kamara now at five. Really? Mixon's the one that's going to get hurt by that, huh? Well, Austin I'm the Eckler one... is great, but he just hasn't gotten a ton of rush volume. Well, it's apparently all... I'm the one full of horse shit uh, when it comes to <laughs> Joe Mixon. So I'm moving him down to RB6. Regardless, get him in your lineup. <laughs> Number three. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the rookie sensation himself, Jamar Chase, uh, who has certainly been on the case uh, for fantasy devices here in the early going, a touchdown every single game. Uh, But for the sake of this exercise, Brandon, I just want to focus on receiving yards. 64 and a half 
is the number for the standout youngster. What say you over or under no C.J. Henderson now that he is with the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, and no, maybe no T. Higgins again. Yeah. Um, which, you know, should uh, – look, he's been 101, 65, and 54 in his first three games. Got touchdown each, as you mentioned. I, I just think – He's going to find a way to get over this number. I'm going to the amateur side on all these. I'm taking all the overs in this one. But, yeah, it's just not a huge number. I think Jamar Chase, especially with T. Higgins out, can can get there. Yeah, T. Higgins, uh, very doubtful right now, or very unlikely to play. I think he's going to be officially questionable. But on the short week and knowing it in practice on Tuesday, uh, it's it's looking awfully bleak for him. I, I'm taking the over as well, man. Uh, I love me some Jamar Chase. This number is too low in my estimation. I think it's going to be 70 plus for him. I think he's going to find the end zone again as well. Uh, if you want to sprinkle that action, it's plus 100 right now for an anytime touchdown for Chase at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at Shaq Griffin, uh, his likely primary foe in this game, targeted 16 times, got 11 receptions, or 149 yards. That's 13.5 yards per catch. Leisure studies majors out there. And Jacksonville, as a collective 9.26 YPA allowed, and they've given up four century mark performers at wide receiver. Chase, top seven at yards per target, and ADOT, top 20 in yak per reception. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a fine and dandy affair for him. Definitely get him in your lineup. So let's go ahead now and qualify him in this little battle of head-to-head. You tell me you'd rather have this week, and I'm very bullish on Chase, just admittedly, Brandon. Uh, Jamar, I too. Jamar Chase or Mike Williams? Uh, Mike Williams, 14. Jamar Chase, 16. I have Chase at 13. Williams at 14. Okay, we're the <laughs> so same on close. Williams. You're just higher on Chase. I got you. Uh, what about DeAndre Hopkins uh, against Jalen Ramsey on the road in the LA Rams and banged up against Chase? Oh, I, right now I'm at 12 on Hopkins. You can you can convince me. Go ahead and convince me that I'm too high on Hopkins. You're too high on Hopkins. I got him at 15. I got Chase okay. higher. Okay. Uh, it's right there. It is but, right yeah. there. It's close. I have a hard time dropping D-Hop out of the wide receiver one range if he plays. It's just such a stud. But, yeah, I can get it. I mean, I, I understand it. All right, last one. Uh, what about Debo Samuel against your Seattle Seahawks or Jamar oh, Chase? Let's just say the Seattle Seahawks secondary sucks. That's a, some alliteration <laughs> that I hate to say, but it's so true. Uh, Debo 15, Jamar Chase 16. Uh, I have Debo at 17, and again, Jamar Chase at 13. Oh, a last one for S's and G's. What about Amari Cooper against Carolina or Calvin Ridley? Or not Jamar Chase, excuse me. You're hitting the spot. Jamar Chase, 16. Amari Cooper, 17. Yeah, I've got Amari Cooper at 18 and Jamar Chase at 13. Oh, I know how to hit all the right (laughs) spots. Number two. All right, moving on. Uh, Let's talk about one of your pet players, Marvin Jones of these Jacksonville Jaguars. Here is a line, Brandon. 67 and a half yards. It sounds like Trey Waynes uh, may be back in uniform for the Bengals. Uh, Is that going to make any kind of difference? He's still smashing the over here. Uh, I'm not smashing the over. I'll, I'll actually say he comes in slightly under. He's been over one time. It was at Houston week one. He went for 77. Then he went 55 and then 62. I'm going to say he kind of finishes similar to what he did last week. Uh, six catches, 62 yards. I, I give him a good shot to get in the end zone, though. I, I I like Marvin Jones. I just, you know, we're seeing his yardage kind of capped in this offense in that 780 to, you know, 55 to 80 range so far. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm slightly under. Uh, I think he's going to hug that 60 line. Uh, I do like the over on his uh, receptions prop, which is four and a half, uh, which he's consistently done so far this season. You know, he's probably not going to be shadowed by Trey Waynes. 
uh, which means he'll get a little piece of Eli Apple, which he could take a little bite out of, like most opponents have, as Apple's given up a 64.3 catch rate and 91.4 passer rating. You know, I like uh, Jones's workload. 24.6% of the team's target share. He's number 15 in completed air yards, though he's only been over this number once in three games. So, uh, I like him as a premium wide receiver three, so let's put it into context. Marvin Jones or Squeaky Wheel gets the grease. Robbie Anderson against Dallas. Give me Marvin Jones, who I have at 39. I have Marvin Jones at 29. I'm with you on the wide receiver three. Oh, I've got Anderson at 24, Brandon, because I am driving down. I am racing You are George Michael street. keeping the faith. Or actually, <laughs> Billy Joel. Uh, well, gotta, well, you're George Michael. Got to have faith. You're right. Billy Joel keeping, keeping the, the faith. faith right. There and uh, I look like Billy Joel in jeans. <laughs> this, you know, the current age of Billy Joel, not, not, not George, George Michael, Michael in his prime. Yeah. Uh, inherent <laughs> difference there. Uh, who looked great in a leather jacket, too, which I could ever pull off. Uh, Marvin Jones or Antonio Brown in the Tom Brady Bowl? Are we sure Antonio Brown's playing? Um, and, well, assuming he plays. He's off the COVID list and he's going to be active. Let's just assume that. Yeah, I'm going to say Marvin Jones. Yeah, that's Marvin Jones for me. And these are kind of the decisions and dilemmas that people are going to be facing. Like, do you wait for Antonio Brown? No. In other words, if you got Marvin Jones, get him in your lineup. Last one. Uh, how about Marvin Jones or uh, one of my favorites, Cortland Sutton against Baltimore? Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I'm. I'm pushing Cortland Sutton into the wide receiver two range probably every week. But I've got Cortland Sutton at 21, Marvin Jones at 29. Uh, I have Cortland Sutton at 26 and Marvin Jones Ooh. at 25. One spot ahead. My man, for Marvin Jones. Number one. All right, let's get a quarterback on this list. How about Joe Burrow? Will it be Joe Cool? 1.5 passing touchdowns in this one against this feckless Jacksonville defense. Uh, Brandon, you got to fade or follow Mr. Burrow here. You got to take over the order. I got him scoring 27 points. That's Oh, God, you got to be way over then. Uh, well, I got two touchdown passes for Burrow, one touchdown run for Mixon, and a couple field goals. So, yeah, I'm over one and a half. That's I, that's, that's I love that number. Yeah, I mean, you see what Jacksonville's given up so far this season. Oddly, uh, Kyler Murray did not find the end zone through the air last week. He got it done on the ground. But uh, the other two games, Houston, that was Terod Taylor, two touchdowns allowed. Uh, against Teddy, two gloves, two touchdowns allowed there. They've given up 9.26 YPA again so far on the year. 311.7 pass yards per game. Burrow so far this season, 2-2-3 two, two, and three against Minnesota, Chicago with Pittsburgh. Dude, his red zone completion percentage on point, 83.3%. You love to see it. And mm-hmm. his wide receiver is number four in average target separation. Uh, that's all Jamar Chase. Even if he doesn't have T. Higgins on the field, he got Tyler Boyd there as well. Get Joe Mixon involved in the pass game. Uh, I think it's a multi-TD effort for him with relative ease. Hell, it could be three TDs in the end. So let's do a little head-to-head here. Kirk Cousins against Cleveland or Joe Burrow against those Jags? Uh, Well done. Kirk Cousins, 13. Joe Burrow, 14. (laughs) That's exactly where I got both those guys. Uh, Captain Kirk at 13, Burrow at 14. Uh, Joe Burrow or Ryan Tannehill in New York against the Jets may or may not have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Yeah, exactly the reason I have Ryan Tannehill at 15, one spot behind Joe Burrow. Uh, I do for now, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably going to move Tannehill even further down because this has got, like, what? Is it a 40-carry game for Derrick Henry? <laughs> yeah, it really is, and I'm kind of the same way, but I'm looking at the guys I have behind him, like Sam Darnold, Ted Bridgewater, and Baker Mayfield. I don't really love those guys a ton. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's more – I haven't moved him down yet just because I haven't decided – who I want to be super bullish on that's already behind it. Oh, Taylor Heineke. I didn't hear that name. That's who you need oh. to be bullish on this week. I'm all in, Brandon. I'm all in in Atlanta. Uh, last one for me. 
Uh, Joe Burrow or get out of my dreams. Get in the Derek's car. I know where you're going. Yeah, and get out of my face with this one. It's Derek Carr, baby. <laughs> well played by you. It's Derek Carr for me. I got him at QB 12 this week, and honestly. Oh, so do I. I Look at yeah, our, it's, our it's, rankings are going to be the same for the quarterback this Well, week. which means uh, you get to fade us. Uh, I don't know if you've seen my <laughs> performance on Fantasy Pros right now, but I'm aiming for number 200 overall in accuracy. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Brandon, any other additional thoughts? It could be on Trevor Lawrence, LaVisca Chenault, anybody else in this game. Maybe Tyler Boyd. Uh, well, I have some DJ Chark shares from oh, DJ early Shark. summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. He, he had a nice touchdown catch last week. I wouldn't mind to see him, you know, kind of uh, bridge something together here for a couple straight games. So I'm going to be interested to watch that. Yeah, and I'm interested to just watch Trevor Lawrence run because I middled it. Uh, DraftKings <laughs> opened his rush yards prop at 29.5. Oh, smash the under. And then they lowered it to 14.5. Smash the over. So I need between 15 and 29 yards to score that cash money run Trevor but not too much just, just oh, are, a we gonna, bit. are we gonna see Dan Arnold tonight or uh Thursday night uh yeah I think you're gonna see uh some Dan Arnold and sadly mm-hmm. pouring out for Sam Darnold Arnold it is no yeah. more but yeah I think you're going to see him thrust into the action Brandon Oh, well, there's a, there's a little, uh, you know, there's a little secondary bullet point to keep an eye out for. Yeah, especially if he has like a 1.5 catches prop Ooh, Ooh. on prize picks or, you know, one of the Ooh. DFS platforms that are out there. That could be a spicy meatball as you chew on that. We done. We out. That is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Please follow Brandon on uh, the Twitter at Brandon Funston. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevas. Drop us a rating and a review, which it kindly helps out our show tremendously. And as always, until next time, adios, amigos.